What's up, everybody? It is Casey with Two Rules Podcast, and with me, as always, is that old top hat to my Frosty the Snowman. Basically, I am saying he is the one that gives me life. It is Jake. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great, man. That's really sweet. Hey, thank I, you. I try, man. I try. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, I'm not too bad. As we were talking, you know, I've been working out, and I, I had a really good workout today, and that's about all I've done. So, you know, that's that's pretty good. Hey, and I did the opposite of workout, which is sit in my comfy chair and read comics all day. I mean, I wish I could have read comics today, but mine still haven't come in yet. <laughs> Yay, the post office. Man, speaking of, I'm going to complain about this, and I'm going to complain about it more, just in general, once you know I actually get your present. But I ordered you a present, uh, it was like a couple days after Black Friday. Like I contacted them on Black Friday, they didn't get back to me yet. But then they finally did, and I got it all sorted out, and I bought it, and they even sent it priority shipping. And I tracked it, and I've been tracking it, like, nonstop, hoping that it would come in sooner or later. And it's, like, the last place it's shown was New York, and that was December 6th. And it's, like, been processing, and it's in transit, and it's been that way since December 6th. So I hope it comes oh, someday. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. I I've had the exact same thing happen with multiple uh, packages at the shop, and what what really sucks about that is like it's stuff I've sold on eBay, so I'm starting to get like messages like, hey, if I don't get this, I want a refund and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, man, you guys got to realize what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like as like I wasn't too, I was just kind of like annoyed at first because like the person I bought it from, he was kind of, um not very good at responding and so then like i was like ah, it's probably his fault but then like i saw pictures of like i think it was philadelphia's post office and i guess they got rid of their sorting like a lot of the post offices like i don't like i was reading from like one very biased side that was saying oh they were trying to fix the election so they got rid of all of the sorting machines to you know do this blah blah, blah. it's like i don't think that's true i think you're sipping too much conspiracy theory gatorade but <laughs> you know maybe it is whatever but like they didn't have sorting machines so like they are just piled like stacked on stacked on stack of like all this different crap i'm like new york's gotta be just as bad you know so oh absolutely so it's like i'm like oh man maybe maybe by your birthday they'll be in <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> all righty well we do have a good chunk of news to discuss this week so uh what do you got for me buddy so I saw that um, James Tynan and Gillen March are going to be doing a Joker ongoing series. It starts in March. Tynan said that this is as much a Jim Gordon book as it is a Joker book, which actually has me excited about because when I found out that they were doing a Joker book, I was like, why? But seeing that it's going to be a lot of Jim, you know, Jim Gordon heavy, that's a book that I can get excited about. And each issue is going to include a punchline secondary story by Tynan, Sam Johns, and Merca Andolfo on the art so it sounds pretty cool I'm for sure gonna be checking it out because at this point James Tynan's kind of at the very least it, I'm guaranteed at least one read with his stuff at this point you know so like give, <laughs> yeah. give issue one it go and see how it is and if I don't like it just kind of drop it there yeah I am also excited for it I was going to read it anyways just because I like him and you know, we were talking about it. I forget which book it was, but it had that little snippet where 
Joker walked into Blackgate or Arkham and was talking to Bane. Yeah. And we were like, oh, man, that was really good. Yeah, so, I was really hoping that was going to become a Bane series, not a Joker one. Because like, I was like, oh, man, Bane's going to get a redemption arc. It's going to be awesome. And then it's like, oh, it's a Joker series. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fine. Well, who knows? We may still get that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, just think how great like a James Tynan redemption arc Bane story that kind of fixes like just how bad Tom King wrote them. Oh, I know. I'd be all about it. But like you, I am excited that Jim Gordon is going to be a big part of it. And I did see um, one of my little things can piggyback off of this. Uh, he was talking about a book called Infinite Frontier, and that's going to be a special that predates Joker number one. Uh, I guess it's going to set up some of his stuff, and that sounded neat. So was that if the... anybody has... Mm-hmm. Sorry, was that the one that the cover came out that had all the different, like, basically the whole Bat family on it? Or is that a different one? I think that's just the uh, the cover to, like, Batman 106. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, though. I wasn't sure. I just remember seeing that and being like, wow, that's a cool cover. And I thought I saw something about Frontier on it. But I saw a lot of different comic news things today so uh, you know not today but over the yeah. week so it's it's just kind of like oh yeah maybe <laughs> well so so i just googled it real quick and uh, it looks like they're it's infinite frontier but they're labeling it as a zero issue and it's got just like a lot of dc characters in general okay. on it cool um yeah so there was all sorts, you know, Casey and I talked about this a little bit off podcast too, but not too long ago, everybody was concerned that, you know, DC was going away and only doing trades or a handful of issues. And then, you know, this week they just dropped all this info about new series coming out. So uh, on top of Joker, there's going to be a crime syndicate book in March. It's going to be a six issue mini and that will be written by Andy Schmidt and art by Kieran McCown. So uh, I think it's kind of neat that they're doing like I don't I know they're saying Joker's an ongoing, but he's never really held an ongoing before. So we'll see how long that goes. But it is cool to see, uh, you know, these limited series for some of their bad guys. Yeah, I'm really excited about the crime syndicate. That's always a that's always been a team where it's weird, like big time weird, but it's still really cool. I mean, I say it's big time weird just because like the first time I read it, I read it uh, in Grant Morrison's Justice League. And, you know, Grant likes to get weird. So that got weird. (laughs) So I don't know if it's going to stay weird with, you know, these guys, but let's hope it does. Yeah, for sure. And then, Another one of another new superhero books that DC is coming out with. It's a new Superman series called Red and Blue. It's a six issue limited series. It's going to go on sale March 9th. It's very much just like Batman Black and White. It sounds, you know, pretty awesome to me. Like, it's just like, oh yeah, Superman gets these different cool writers and artists to work on their books and they, you know, just use Superman colors. Like, I mean, I think Superman works honestly works best this way where you just have writers that i mean also can work worth you know, like the worst this way but like for the most part it works really well like this where it's like you get different writers that 
are passionate about the character and have like a story to tell and then they just tell their story and then it kind of moves on to the next thing so it should be really awesome and i'm really excited about it yeah that is cool i specifically didn't look up what that was because i knew you would tell us and (laughs) (laughs) that makes me pretty excited now yeah i've seen some like people have been posting some of the art and stuff from it and it's very much you know like the the red and blue it looks really cool like as that as those are the only colors that they're showing like they also have white of course because it just can't be only red and blue but yeah it looks awesome excellent because without like looking anything up i thought it was going to be a series about you know superman in the 90s when he was like split into the red and the blue I mean, I wouldn't I be like, against that. I was like, oh, they're that. bringing that back around. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be against that just because, like, I remember reading that, like, seeing stuff about that in, like, Wizard Magazine as a kid and thinking that was really interesting, really cool, but I didn't get to read anything because there was no comic book shops close to me. But this is going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then a couple of quick little things. So uh, Sensation Comics will be coming back. I don't know if that's going to be in March per se, but they at least made the announcement. I really liked the last Sensation Comics series that came out. I think it was 12 issues, but for those that don't know, Sensation Comics is where Wonder Woman got her start shortly before she got her own ongoing. So it will feature Wonder Woman, and I don't have any writer or artist info on that, but hopefully it's cool. I mean, since they're doing the Batman black and white and the Superman red and blue, I think they're just doing this to kind of round out the Trinity. So should be neat. Well, I mean, just because I didn't really know what Sensation Comics was either. I'm, And you're, this is just going to be a limited series? Or could it as be? As far like, as I know. Okay, because I was just thinking, you know, just hearing about it being where she started, it could just very much be her Detective Comics or her Action Comics because it's like, she's probably at this point you know they're number two or they're close third as far as like most popular superhero so it's like i wouldn't be surprised if she just got her own secondary book you know like they're putting her in everything else anyway yeah i think that'd be neat and and i would definitely check it out just because it's kind of neat to to read the original title you know like it's just cool that those are still around yeah i agree dude um, so a new creative team got announced. Tom Taylor is set to write a new Nightwing book with Bruno Redondo on the art. It's coming March 2021. I'm kind of like, like he talked about, he's like, I'm such a big fan of Nightwing, even though I've killed him twice already. And all I really know how to do is, you know, murder off characters to make you feel something. But it's going to be good. Um, if you can't tell, like I've kind of soured on Tom Taylor since that's all he, like, that's all he does is just kind of kill characters. So, I mean, I'm still going to read this and that's probably gonna be really good for like a good chunk of it. And then he'll kill a character that he introduced or, you know, do something like that. And I'll just be like, he's Tom tailoring again. (laughs) I, yeah, I haven't read enough of his stuff to, to be excited one way or the other, which is, just as well for me because then i'm not gonna have expectations really one way or the other yeah. but um i know my customers really like him everybody tells me all the time that i need to read his all new wolverine that featured x23 
so you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm a bit sad that, um, yeah, Dan Jurgens won't be writing him anymore. But you know, that's that's the business. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the post Future State Justice League team was revealed this week. That will be Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Hawkgirl, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Hippolyta, Black Adam, and Naomi. And because Naomi's on it, it's uh, it's going to be written by Bendis, of course. And the art, I believe, will be done by uh, David Marquez. So there goes a lot of the people pulling Justice League at the <laughs> shop. And to to pour salt into the wound, Justice League Dark was announced as canceled and repurposed into a backup in Bendis's Justice League title. I I mean that's gonna be kind. Of, I if I was a Bendis fan, I'd think this would be a fun team. But at the same time, there's just too many people, in my opinion. I don't think you need that many to, you know for a team like this especially when you have soups black adam like that's you win you know you don't need all these other guys and like it's like what's batman green arrow and black canary and naomi gonna do if superman and black adam and aquaman are having trouble with something (laughs) it's like oh good thing i have this arrow in my quiver and batman's like i got my battering and naomi's like I don't know what she does and then black canary screaming like it <laughs> they don't you know it's just it's just such a weird team weird power dynamic it, uh, i don't i don't see it working well yeah that's not gonna stop dc from letting him write it for however long he yeah. wrote superman but wow. hey speaking of superman uh, Bendis's last issue of Superman was this week, and then his last issue of Action is this upcoming week. And it was announced that after Future State, that Philip Kennedy Johnson will be taking over both the titles. Oh. And I am I'm mixed on this because I have the same problem with this as I did with Bendis writing both titles. I like Philip Kennedy Johnson. But if I didn't, I'd be upset because I wouldn't have any other choice but to read his Superman. So I don't understand why they keep letting one writer write both Superman books. And there should be a choice. It's not just that too, though. But it's also like, oh yeah, you have the same. You're you're now just using the same voice twice, so you're telling the same story over and over. You know, two times a month or however many times they want to come out a month. It just it's just a a poor decision on their part. Maybe Philip Kenny Johnson won't be writing both for very long, but you know, DC's clearly showing they're not the brightest when it comes to that. So they're probably gonna let him write it for as long as he wants. So I don't, I'm like you, I don't get it. Like Philip Kenny Johnson, I know the name. I'm pretty sure I like him, but it's just, I don't want anyone to write both of those books at the same time. Cause it's just like, yeah, yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me. Same here. But with the gripe out of the way, I do like him. I know he's written something other than Last God, but he is the one writing Last God, and you know how much I like that book. So yeah. I think it's really cool that he's going to be doing 
like I, I want to say a Superman book, but both Superman books. So I'm going to give both a shot. I don't know if I'll stick up, stick with both of them unless they cross over like they tend to do. Um, but hopefully it's good. I just, yeah. I want to enjoy Superman again. Same dude. Um, so Ram V tweeted the cover to the new Swamp Thing series he's working on. And he revealed that there's going to be a new Swamp Thing. Uh, his name is, I'm going to butcher it, so I apologize ahead of time. It's Levi Kame. And uh, he stated this m- might be the first Indian lead in a DC comic. He's like, I'm pretty sure it is, but I don't want to say that and then be wrong. So that's pretty neat. Uh, I wonder if it's going to stick. Like, that's the one thing. Like, if this character is actually going to, you know, like last after, you know, this Swamp Thing series is over and they're, or they're going to then just go right back to Holland afterwards or if they're going to keep them around. I guess it depends on how well the series does. Like, it makes me think of the last solo Dr. Fate series with, I'm forgetting the kid's name. I'm um, blanking on it now too. I should know it because I, you know, really liked him in Justice League Dark. Right, his uh, his solo series wasn't very good. That's what you were saying, yeah. And they use him in Justice League Dark now, and it's a different writer. And I hear that it is good, which is great. I'm glad that Doctor Fate doesn't suck. Um, so you know. The, the way I see it, like, Ramby is a really solid writer and everything that I've read, and you seem to like him as well. So, I and at least at my store, I've got a lot of, uh, a lot of Swamp Thing fans. So, I'd, hopefully they all give it a go. At least try it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, my, and, my big thing, too, though, is, like, I like Swamp Thing. I'm not, like, a huge Swamp Thing guy, but it's also, like, who really is, like, man... Swamp Thing's personality, like Al Collins' personality, that's what draws me to Swamp Thing. I don't think anyone's really like that, you know. I think I think they're gonna be fine with a new, a new guy, but I'm just curious, like how long that would stick? Because he's Swamp Thing's just one of those characters where it's like the next writer would just ignore everything. I could easily see that happening. Yeah, I could too. But you know, Randy is sort of like a, you know, an up and comer right now in DC. Yeah. So maybe he'll get to work on it for a while or at least use the character and other things. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to see. Uh, let's see. I totally lost my place. Here we go. There is a new series. We'll do a little bit of Marvel now before we jump back to DC. Um, there's going to be a new series by Peach Momoko, who just signed that Marvel exclusive deal not too long ago. And she's going to start a new line of X-Men comics called Demon Days X-Men. And that will start with Psylocke. And it looks really, really cool. I read the little blurb about it, but basically there's you know, magic and just like high fantasy, well, not high fantasy, but higher fantasy than they would normally use and demons and X-Men. So all of that together sounds really cool. And her art is very pretty. So I'm definitely going to check out at least the Psylocke one and see if it's good. 
And then if it is, check out the other ones she's going to do. She didn't say how many she was going to do, but she will be doing the writing, the covers, and the interiors. And usually she just does covers, so this is pretty exciting. Yeah, so you think it's going to be probably like a one every six months type of thing then? It might be. It might be a, like a quarterly thing or something, but I also don't know how fast she works, so yeah. who knows. But, no, that should be pretty cool. Like, I'm still just not the biggest X-Men guy, but from the stuff I've seen of her art, it's going like, to, like you said, it's going to look pretty no matter what, even though I'm not invested in the characters. Right. I, and normally, like, if this was just a normal... Peach Momoko's doing the X-Men, I probably wouldn't care, but it's the subject matter that does intrigue me, so I probably will check it out because of that. I got you, man. So, my last bit of news is Marvel news also, and there's a new Ultraman comic book coming out. Sort of. It's called The Trials of Ultraman. It's going to be a continuation of The Rise of Ultraman, but they just wanted a new number one issue. You know, it's very much the Marvel way. It's got the same creative team just a different title slightly different title like i don't really get why they're doing this besides just the the sales were probably not doing as well as they wanted and they're as like yeah we'll put a we'll slap a new number one and sell some more i'm sure that's exactly it they they did enough issues with rise of ultraman for a trade so now they can sell the trade and now they'll just start up a new number one (laughs) yeah so i mean i'm gonna be checking it out because it's the same exact series so should be cool sure so damian wayne will debut a new non-robin costumed identity in batman 106 and we've known for a while that he was quitting being robin and like teen titans and and whatnot so we'll see what he will be doing going forward it makes sense because i mean literally every single robin has done so you know moved on from robin and became something else so it was only a matter of time that i mean the only question is is he is he going to stay that new identity for long or will he be back to robin and if not are we going to get a new robin maybe maybe bow will become the new robin i mean i'm thinking uh the old clown hunter is gonna end up being red x that's my that's my theory Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, hey, I say Robin, you say Red X. We'll see. Because we got the new Robin costume. Because I was was at first, like, you know, the obvious choice is Damien, you know. And then it's like, well, Clown Hunter's not around in any of these pictures that we've been seeing. And, you know, there's there's a chance he could be something, you know, could be the old uh, Red X, which I think would be pretty cool. I know, especially because Batman keeps bringing up how Clown Hunter has no, like, combat training, and this book is going to be called Teen Titans Academy, so maybe he can learn some of that combat training. Yeah, so if I'm right, everyone, like, cash at me $5. (laughs) (laughs) And if I'm right, you know... Cash at me $5. Congrats to me. I'm not going to charge you any money. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're just trying to be the favorite, you know, of the hosts now. (laughs) I I can't help that I'm charismatic as all get out, Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
All right, and then my last bit of news, well, no, I guess I have one more small thing. Second to last bit of news, there will be a sort of a new Batman series in March, or maybe in March. I guess I don't know when it is, I think but it's, it's called Batman. Oh, okay, cool. It's called Batman Urban Legends. It's going to be a new anthology monthly title with talents like Chip Zdarsky, Matthew Rosenberg, Stephanie Phillips, and Brandon Thomas, at least on the first issue. And Chip's story is going to be a Batman Red Hood team-up. And I am very, very excited for that. What about you, dude? Me too. I'm really, really excited. Also, Chip's probably the be- like one of the best comic book creators to follow on Twitter. Because he's like, I'm going to be doing so much stupid stuff with Batman. Like, that's what he says. Like, it's going to be so stupid. Like, he just says that just to, you know, rile people up. And I think it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's like... And then it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Like, if this, thing. if this was coming right off of, like, his Howard the Duck, I'd be like, oof, chip on... <laughs> chip on Batman? I don't know. <laughs> but after his Daredevil just being one of the best books of the year, it's like, okay, I get it. And, you know, speaking of that, I had I had a customer come in and he was like, yeah, I uh, I read one of the issues of Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil on Marvel Unlimited. And I've come in to buy up all the back issues of that series. (laughs) So he literally bought, you know, one through twenty five. Thankfully, I had most of them for him. Um he was like, sweet, I can't wait to go back and read this whole series now because this one issue had me hooked. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like everyone that's listening to this really should be reading it. Even if you're not a Daredevil fan, it's just good stuff. Absolutely. So I can't wait to see what he does on Batman. I'm looking forward to it. For sure, man. All right, and then finally, my last bit of news. Casey, I assume you're not uh, not watching Mandalorian. I'm not, but I'm on Twitter, so like I kind of know everything that's happening. <laughs> okay. Well, you really should watch it. I it's know. It's so, so good. But uh, I guess I have to be a little bit spoilery, even though you've probably seen it already. The finale was on Friday, and there was a post credit scene that sh- that shows us that we're getting a spin-off called The Book of Boba Fett. And it's just going to be I believe a like like the Ahsoka series, just like a one-off like single season thing. Um but that should be really really cool. The teaser they gave um was hilarious and like crazy cool at the same time so uh everybody like in the star wars fandom is kind kind of going crazy over this because there's been rumors of a boba fett show for quite some time now and uh now it's confirmed so exciting stuff yeah you know i'm i'm gonna say this just as your friend i'm really glad that like because i know you weren't a fan of the sequels we aren't gonna get into that but i'm glad that like at least with this stuff from Disney, like all this Star Wars stuff that's happening now, you're actually excited about it. Like, that's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for you. As like someone that's really, I have a feeling you were feeling really beaten down for a little bit after, <laughs> after that last movie. And so now you're like, actually, you actually have excitement for it. So, you know, I'm, like I said, happy for you, buddy. I appreciate that. It is nice to feel that way again, man, because, <laughs> you know, after, after the sequel trilogy, I 
I didn't want to see anything Star Wars ever yeah. again. <laughs> uh, but then Mandalorian came out, and as far as I'm concerned, like this is my true like headcanon of what happened after Return of the Jedi, and not those sequels. And another thing too that I want to say is I cannot believe that they kept that a secret after all those announcements the uh, last week at the Disney investor day, yeah. like nobody leaked that this Boba Fett show was happening. And I just love that because we are very much in a society where everything gets spoiled. Well, I mean, Mark Hamill kind of talked about that. Cause again, spoiler alert, he was in the finale and he talked about that. He's like, we filmed this X amount of time, you know, this long ago and stuff and not a leak came out. And it's like, man, that's pretty impressive. Like, they must have, like, you know, John Favreau and the other producer must have, like, you know, things set up. Like, if you speak, you know, the chip in you blows up your head or something. So it doesn't, <laughs> nothing ever comes out. Cause that's just pretty yeah. impressive. And, you know, I, I don't want to... I don't want to sit and talk about the episode, even though I would love to sit and talk about the episode, <laughs> but I will just say that it, it just blew me away because I had two theories in my head of who that, that Jedi was going to be. And let me tell you, Luke Skywalker was not one of the two theories. So to see that was just, it made the, like the kid in me so happy. Yeah. Cause you know, those trilogy movies took, one of my childhood heroes of Luke Skywalker and he didn't do a darn thing to, to put it as lightly as I can. <laughs> he didn't do anything except die. And I will, I will die on that Hill. It was terrible. So the, the little sliver that we got him at the end of that episode almost made it like better. Yeah. definitely better. Yeah. It was so cool to see him kick butt. Because we all know he can, right? He's Luke mm -hmm. Skywalker. We all know he's awesome. It was so cool to see. You know, now, not not to make this about me, but I just can't wait for Kong and Godzilla, you know, versus Godzilla to come out so I can, I can be this happy about something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The listeners are probably like, oh my gosh, we've never heard Jake so happy before. And you, that's probably correct. But man... When when Star Wars is good Star Wars, then that like that's me at my happiest. <laughs> no offense, Brielle. Yeah, no offense <laughs> to my loving girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well that wraps us up for the news. Now, things are a little bit different this week because Casey didn't get his comics and we don't know when he'll get them. <laughs> Uh, we will not be doing the comic review portion, and we'll just say we'll just say it's a short episode for the week of Christmas, and everything will get back to normal next week. Um, but uh, Casey, I don't know if you have the list up. If you want to say what you're excited for next week, or if you just want to go on to the other stuff. I mean, we can just say what we're excited about. But do you want to take a break for advertisements first? Well, yeah. Why don't we? We'll take okay. a quick ad break, and then we'll come back and tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right, we will be right back. All right, welcome back. So now, Casey, I'll ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm really excited about um, U.S. Agent number two. I love that first issue. 
I have a feeling this one's going to be a lot of fun too. Scumbag number three, I've been loving that just so much since it's been coming out. And then I'm going to go King and Black number two because I was really excited. Like, I liked how that one went. So this one should be pretty good too. What about you, dude? Um, so I will say Red Hood because issue 51 was really awesome. And then let's see here. Oh, there's a Jim Henson Labyrinth Masquerade special coming out. And Labyrinth is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm looking forward to that. And oh boy. The, the last issue of Batman Beyond, just because it's been so cool. And I'm sad to see it go, but uh, but still excited to read that last issue. You know, not to get off subject, but we have the time this time. Do you think in like some of these like Batman Black and White or, you know, Batman Anthology, any of that type of stuff, do you think they'll include like Batman Beyond in there? If like there's a writer that wants Gosh. to do it or does that not? Is that not how they work, do you think? If I had to guess, that's not what they're going to do, even though I would love for that to be the case. Yeah. Um, yeah, now that you say that, I'm a little bummed that we probably won't be getting that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but man, it, it sure would be cool. I mean, Batman Beyond has a lot of cool characters and stuff that, that they, you know, why not make one of the stories in the whole anthology about him? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I don't know, I'm just going to use James Tynan as an example. He writes Batman so much right now. We don't need him to do another Bruce Wayne story. But if he was like, I want to do a Dick Grayson as Batman story. Or, you know, Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond story. Like, they should just he should just be allowed to do that in Batman Black and White versus doing another Bruce Wayne story. Same with, like, Tom King. Like, I don't get the point of having these guys that wrote, you know, have written them for, like, almost over 100 issues. It's like, well, what's the point of having these guys tell this other story that they just didn't get to tell in their run? It's like... Let them do, you know, have them write Terry. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I would even like it if they, they went a step further and did some of the, like, Elseworlds Batman. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like any Batman that they want, since this is, like, this really isn't continuity-based. It's just good stories. Any of them. Do whatever you want. Sure. Heck, have a Batman well, team up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd I be know, the Grant right? Morrison story though, right there. They'd have like it would be. They'd have you know Batman, the Green Lantern Batman that was in his Green Lantern run, and then you know, I don't know the Batman from that once you know I I the Superman Batman and all those other ones, and have them all team up to beat up a evil Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it would probably be great it probably would I had be to guess all right well let's see i've got a pretty easy first appearance for you to guess this week oh good hopefully hopefully you don't kill my dog if i get it wrong <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> anyway. you play for keeps um <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me the first appearance of Taskmaster? That's a Avengers comic, because I got that one for you for Christmas one year. I don't remember the number, though. Can you tell me the year? And if not the year, can you tell me the decade? I'm going to say it's probably the 80s or 70s. 
<laughs> it is. It's 1980. And that first appearance is The Avengers number 195. Casey did get that book for me. And then he was with me when I got it signed by George Perez. <laughs> yeah, that was such a long line. <laughs> it sure was. Eight hours of our day. Yeah. But it was worth it because he is just a gentleman. Absolutely. All right. And then uh, Fantastic Four. Yep. So since Christmas is this week, give me four comic book related things you want done as Christmas presents to you. So it could be anything. It could just be gifts that, you know, someone can get you. Or it could even be like DC Comics saying, hey, Jake, here's what what do you want? You know, like that type of thing. So just just get as weird and creative <laughs> as you want. Oh, man. I didn't think I'd, I'd get to give so much detail, so I just <laughs> thought of, like, vague things. Oh, I gotcha. Um, well, okay. How about a signed art page from Scott McDaniel's Nightwing series? Ooh. And... It's signed by Scott McDaniel and Chuck Dixon. So and the Chuck the Dixon one is personalized to you. Oh, absolutely. That'd be the best thing ever. Um, let's see. Man, the the, I'll 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 be a little vague now because now now my brain's like, oh, what else could I think of? <laughs> but, uh. But initially, my go-to was like, you know, stuff signed by creators that I like and respect, um, some original art pages, like I, any of my comic book loving friends know some of the like wish list comics that I have, and they're, they're, the, the list is way too long for me to get into, but there's plenty of those, and then, uh, you know, just neat like key issues that I don't have from from the series that I collect. So, oh, I'll, okay, here's a big one that, that I can be specific about. Journey into Mystery 83, Thor's first appearance. Nice, maybe maybe someone at Marvel's listening, they go, I got two of them, I'll just give them one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What about you, man? Do you have any you can think of? Uh, well, I have like one big one, like my, I'm gonna be weirder with mine than, than you were. So like, I'm going to say the first thing, and this is very petty, is for DC to stop paying Tom King to do things. That's like <laughs> one of, you know, it, it's not number one on my list, but it's like, it's high up there. Um, Marvel, I'll just say like, you know, stop, like, just make good books and don't worry about the movies. And they're kind of doing that with the X-Men stuff, but it's like, they're as soon as the X-Men movie comes out, they're going to be cutting that up and doing whatever they can to make it you know make it work with the movies because that's what they do and it just that just bothers me and I, I can't think of a third thing but then this is my most important thing and this is the most genuine thing i can think of i'll, I'll say for the third thing get me some godzilla comics you know like idw just come out with more i know you said that you got some comics. get some more out there start flooding the market with godzilla comics come out with like 10 a week <laughs> because I want more Godzilla comics in my life. And then my number one thing, and I, I, I want this so bad, but Brian K. Vaughn, Fino Staples, get to work, bring back Saga. I miss it. I want it. 
and I can't believe the way you ended that last issue, and you just you're just not coming out with more now. Like, where is it? <laughs> I mean, wasn't it a year in the summer? I thought that because I thought that they were supposed to, like, in January that they were supposed to be coming back with more. So I'm hoping it's that's when it's supposed to start, but it's probably been pushed back again for some reason because Brian K. Vaughn got a job someplace else so like doing a tv show so that's probably gonna mess things up it's like why do you have Uh, to be so talented brian why can't you just do one thing that i want you to do (laughs) (sighs) well hey maybe it'll be a christmas miracle i hope so i hope he just emails me and he's like hey casey i heard how upset you were here's the here's our rough (laughs) our rough go ahead for the next you know next 50 issues here you go You'll still buy them, right? I'm like, absolutely. Oh, of course. <laughs> Everyone will. Everyone loves Saga. Yeah, it's so good. If you're not reading it, I mean, you have plenty of time to catch up, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, folks, that well, brings hey, us to the end like, of our episode. You want to do a Would uh-huh. You Rather for Christmas? Oh, sure. Do you have one? I mean, I can come up with something really stupid off the top of my head. <laughs> okay let's hear it would you rather have i'm gonna call them frosty the snowman powers where <laughs> you just can make snowmen and you're also made of snow <laughs> or have to do santa claus's job but for every holiday so not just like you deliver presents on christmas but then it's every other holiday you have to deliver present you know presents Every other holiday is in, like, Valentine's Day and, like, Easter and... Arbor and, like, Day. Arbor Day, my favorite <laughs> holiday. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, my choice is to be a delivery man forever or just melt and die when it gets a little warmer out, well, right? Yeah, but be a delivery <laughs> man with, like, reality-warping powers and elves as your best friend and flying reindeer or be a snowman i mean you could make a snowman army you could battle <laughs> battle you know global warming or whatever i don't know <laughs> <laughs> gosh it's such a hard choice i'll go with the snowman powers because even though i could see myself getting very depressed when like the spring hits (laughs) and i melt away i still think that sounds better than than best friend elves and reality warping powers i do love though how you're like oh i would have to stay like i'm living in misery no matter what even though i am i'm a snowman (laughs) i'm just gonna stay here I'm That's probably s- some of your your restrictions. There's always a caveat to these things. Yeah, but things. See, I didn't think this one through well enough. Clearly, with the way his powers are set up, so you know, <laughs> I'd let you a summer in Can- Canada if you wanted to. <laughs> well, okay. Well, then there we go. Then I still pick snowman powers. <laughs> okay, man. I'll allow it. <laughs> That's what I would have wanted because I've always liked the, the ice-powered people anyway. So you know. Yeah. Same here. That's cool literally all right folks (laughs) gosh after that terrible pun let's get to the closing plugs please give us a like at facebook 
at facebook.com slash two worlds podcast you can also follow us on twitter at two underscore worlds underscore pc you can also find us on instagram at two worlds pod if you have any questions or comments you can email us at two worlds podcast at gmail.com and if you haven't you know your your christmas present to us could be liking and reviewing this podcast five stars wherever you're listening to it or like a envelope full of cash yeah, Just throwing that out. Either one. Yeah, we we take both. <laughs> but we'd love to say in chat, but we gotta sing a song for some kids and make them happy or something. I don't know what Frosty does. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye.